Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is Sheffield Live. Yes, good afternoon and welcome to The Squeak. My name's Luke Crofts. I'm James Algreve. It's the first day of spring, James. It is. It's a very nice day. Yes. How are you doing? I'm good. You had a good week? Yeah, it's been very good, actually. What have I done? I've done a lot. It's been all right, though. That's why it's been good. Yeah, probably. Um, <laughs> you were out last night, weren't you? Yeah, I got some old work colleagues. One one colleague travelled all the way up to, from London just for uh, a few drinks with me. Oh, that's that's always nice, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It was a good night out. A few, yeah. A few I, beers were had. I just drank loads of uh, loads of Guinness all weekend, pretty much. You've been watching the rugby? Feel, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, England have won the Grand Slam, haven't they? Yeah. So, um, Not that I watch any egg chasing, but yeah. That's very bad, James. Um, so, yeah, uh, we've got a special guest in today, James. We have. He's here, just in time. It's Paul Fletcher. Hello. How are you doing? You out of breath there, Paul. You, the it's stairs here. It's, stairs. it's a long way from the car up here. It is. It, get, it gets us every week. Yeah. Um, how are you doing? You all right? I'm good. I could give you a drink. Oh, you, you, Can you not get drinks here? No, absolutely. No. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Is that food as well? No, no, that's James's bag of CDs. Yeah. Oh, right, very good. We, yeah, we have had right. food before, haven't we? But uh, it's, it's mince pies at Christmas. Yeah. Do you not get paid as well? Nope. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's nothing. So welcome, Chef Your Life. Thank you. Yeah, we might not hear much more of you because I think you've got a dodgy microphone. <laughs> oh God, it's going to be one of those days, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Probably, yeah, yeah. Um, so, are you are you here on your own, or have you got? Somebody no, I had my you. guitarist was coming. Oh right, yeah, but he's um, if I can, I can read his text out, can't I? On air, uh, no as long as there's no swearing, no yeah, swearing. fine. Uh, this is this is a professionalism of some of my uh, band. Oh dear, uh, Paul, my bad. I've messed up here big time. <laughs> I ended up going out in Leeds last night, and I've had a heavy one, and I've only just woke up. Dropped right clanger, gonna miss it. Am I in trouble? <laughs> oh right. Uh, well, no comment. <laughs> Sounds like he's had a good night last night. Yeah, yeah, fair, fair deal, Jim. You know, yeah. say our friend Faith was in uh, Leeds last night, so maybe he bumped into her. Yeah, is it her fault? But probably, <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> if, if they have, yeah. Um, okay, so um, are you still going to be playing some music for us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's all right. Then. That's, that's right. Don't worry about that. No, oh, marvellous. So tell us about yourself then. Hi, I'm Paul. Uh, yeah, well, uh, I didn't know how to we, talk about well, that. I thought you well, were we talking have... about... Oh, your mic's just gone again. <laughs> this is going to be a long show. That mic was hidden away when we came in, wasn't it? Yeah, I think there's a reason. Because it's broken. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's definitely going to be one of those days. Yeah, yours might keep dropping out. Uh, but we have played you on the show before. Yeah, yeah, you have. Thank you for the support. Yeah, um, well, we've been doing... I used to be in a band called Blind Drivers many moons ago and then um, I also did loads of production um, previously and um, I kind of got asked to do this solo thing when we were doing the production elements of it and uh, I just did an EP and then 
the the guy who was sort of I was doing a production for said, right, do you want to do an album on your own? Um, the production thing had taken me away from the blind drivers. Didn't really have time. Um, but um, yeah, no, it's, it's it's kind of been a bit mad. We started it about a year ago, and uh, we kind of got the album done last November. Launched it at the Rocking Chair, uh, and that was a bit of a mad night. I was packed, and ever since then it's kind of just snowballed. It's been quite big. So we got a big gig on the 30th at O2. Same night as some other band, can't remember the name. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's it's been good. And then we've got four or five festivals over the summer and lots of other gigs here, there and everywhere. So we're just starting to sort of ramp it up and get out there. Excellent. A bit. So yeah. there's a lot happening for you. Yeah, there's a lot happening. Um, so it's good. You know, it's exciting. It's a bit weird because like before with like the Blind Drivers, I was kind of like the guitarist. So I had this little bit of a niche where I could stand at the the right hand side of the stage and just do backing vocals yeah. but now actually being up the front is it's hard work oh yeah you have to remember all the lyrics <laughs> which is a problem um but you know it's all right now because no one's really heard the songs but as they're getting more play you know my other half even the kids they pick me up and going that's not the right lyric that <laughs> so you sit there going oh dear yeah so yeah and and having to talk to people is is tough as well when you're on stage because you kind of... The, the bits of banter in between yeah, the songs. That yeah, that kind of thing. But I'm getting better. I, the more I do it, the more I'm getting yeah. ease at it. Yeah. But, you know, I, it, it's, it, is, it is different to actually just being like a lead, like lead guitarist and stuff. How do you overcome that then, do you? Have you got anecdotes or anything <laughs> I, I read of... a book of anecdotes before I go on stage. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, puns is always good. Puns, yeah. Well... You've just given me an idea, if I'm being completely honest. <laughs> now, do you know what? You just The first gig I did on my own, I completely forgot to introduce any of the songs. Oh. I just went, boom, straight straight yeah. into it. Um, and again, my other half pointed that out. You know, she's she's a critic and a supporter at the same time. Yeah. But now, uh, it, 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 you know, you just got to interact. You spot somebody and, you know, yeah. you have a bit of a laugh and joke with them. And then towards the end... You're kind of drunk anyway, so it, 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 it kind of... <laughs> so it's it's a lot easier, it's a lot easier, especially you, when you forget the lyrics as well. Yeah, you've got the... Um, you're obviously part of Blind Drivers, the one on the side, aren't you? You've, you've got a band behind you now, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. And they're great, to be fair, because it, 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 at the start it was just... It was me, so all the songs were kind of written and some of them were even recorded. But on, on a couple of tracks, um, sort of Please Don't Hurt Yourself and a glimpse of the light um we kind of recorded them whilst we were in the studio doing the album they were the last two tracks we did yeah uh, and everybody kind of joined in and kind of like well, maybe we'll do that even matt the drummer sort of gave some lyrics yeah. and stuff yeah. like that so it's kind of a bit of a team effort now um the new songs that we're doing we're kind of working together on so it's so it's 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 a lot different for me yeah, and so please don't hurt yourself. Is that the latest single? Is it or, or one you've done a video? <laughs> that's for? that's the latest single off the album. It's a bit slow. It's a bit slower pace for us. But yeah, yeah. it was kind of like we wanted something that was a bit more serious, so people know we're not larking about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we did the video. Came out sort of last week, I think. Um, yeah. yeah. No, no people were hurt in the video. If you've seen <laughs> it, by the way. Yeah, she didn't jump. No, she didn't come blast there. But no, no, it's good. It's exciting. Like I say, all the um, festivals and bits that we've got planned over the summer, um, you know, it's good. 
you know, it's, it's yeah. exciting. And like I say, with every gig we get, we get better. Um, not so much as a band, you know, we're quite tight as a band, but we just get more at ease at, at, at playing to that kind of scale. Yeah. Well, we're looking forward to hearing some of your stuff live. Um, it will be very interesting uh, with the microphone situation. Um, <laughs> we'll we'll work our way through it. We will. Um, what have we got on first, then, James? First up, we got the Leathernecks, uh, which we saw in the Washington, Washington. one night. Oh, we did indeed. And this one's Winter. Listen to the squeak on ninety three point two FM. So that's 11x with Winter, and uh, that's released on the 22nd of April on all major platforms. Uh, and you can pre-order it now if you want to on Excellent. iTunes and stuff. Yeah, they were good. They were good when we saw them at the uh, the Washington Met. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, they've got a gig coming up at Plug as well on the 22nd of April. Uh, so that's obviously their kind of uh, single launch for that song. Awesome, awesome. 
So we've just uh, we've just done an impromptu uh, sound check there, and everything's uh, sort of working. So we will have some music from you, Paul. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Marvelous. Happy days. So you know the format show. We sort of play a bit of music, champion new music, and then sort of talk, talk rubbish, about, talk rubbish well, <laughs> in I, between. That's what I, like. I don't understand why you guys aren't on the telly. Well, two finer specimen of men I ain't <laughs> never seen foot away from. Me. Well, it'll keep the kids away from the telly, won't it? No, that's your Neil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've had we've had Neil on as well. That was an interesting two hours, wasn't it, James? Yeah, it was. Did so. you jump over the desk at any point? Mm. No, he um, he made me laugh quite a bit to the point where I couldn't carry on <laughs> at one bit. <laughs> yeah, it's normally me that's laughing uncontrollably this time. Yeah. Th- well, it was all of us, I think. <laughs> anyway, but we've had a question from Neil actually for you, Paul. Uh, yeah. He's he's asked us. He's got in touch, uh, tweeting us at the squeak as you can. Yeah, and he's asked us, uh, why are you scared of hairy backs? Why am I scared of hairy backs? Yeah. I'm scared of his hairy back. <laughs> it's the worst. But have you, well, you must have seen it as you were growing up. He yeah. must have had that rug on since he was about three or four. He he's, looks like uh, the uh, Sasquatch in Bigfoot and the Hendersons, doesn't he? Well, I used to work with him, and seriously, you could see it like coming out of the back, the, top of, over top of his shirt. Yeah. And then occasionally, he'd sort of be... And then you'd see him where he's tried to shave it, which was the embarrassing <laughs> thing. You know. It's not a good look, is it? It's not. But then Neil isn't a good look all around, is he? No, he's just tweeted as a picture of his face. Oh, I'd, he needs to get that beard back on, doesn't he? Yeah. At least you know which side's top and which side's bottom. Don't know, he's got a beard. <laughs> he's got an, ups- <laughs> got an upside down head, though, when he has a beard. It's like an egg that's just been scrambled, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> he, he does look oh, like an so egg. Many levels. <laughs> No, oh, yeah. Pizza. Well, um, he's, he's inundated the feed with pictures of himself. I, I enjoyed the, the videos he was doing the other day to you, though. Oh, it's, it's so funny, isn't it? It's, uh, he tries his best to wind me up, and sometimes it works. But, uh, yeah, I do get constantly bombarded with what, silly videos. What was the one he sent you the other day with the... Uh, there's some bum waggling in the background. Oh, I don't... <laughs> Honestly, just random randomness. Well, He's on tour as well with October Drift for the next two weeks, so we can expect well, lots of stuff like he, that. He put a video on your uh, your timeline yesterday, which had me howling. I watched it four or five times. It was brilliant. It oh, was uh, no. it was these Manchester students trying to film something <laughs> outside the uni, and this drunken man was. Uh, would just gate crashed it and insisted on seeing Johnny Cash and he wouldn't leave and they had to get security uh, out it was absolutely brilliant yeah. hilarious I'm glad you mentioned that video and not the other one that he put on there which we probably can't talk about on air yes <laughs> that's right I think that's the one I saw that's yeah. the one I saw yeah. that will get you took off <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, you won't get two hours any longer no absolutely not about that one. Um, so first story I've seen this week um, now have you ever had a, have you ever had a kind boss have you ever had a boss that's given you a, a thousand well, Paul quid? Paul is the boss, aren't I you? think it's quite hard to be a boss, you know, because you can't please everyone, can you? No. You can't please everyone. It's impossible. Well, the um, the outgoing chief of Admiral, he's, um, he's retiring. He's given a thousand pounds to each of the workers. It's going to cost him seven million quid out of his own money. That's nice, isn't it? That's very what, generous. Has he, has, what, has he, has he sold something? Or? Uh, no, he's just, re- he's just retiring. Um, so he's out of his personal, he'll probably get a payoff, won't he? So he's given everybody a thousand quid bonus. Well, if he can give away seven million, he's got to have uh, more than seven million at least. 
That's, uh, that's a nice that's little often, thing. To be fair, to yeah. That. If he's doing that, then you know, don't have to do it, I suppose. Well, he's been with the company twenty-five years. Um, he co-founded it in nineteen ninety-one, and he's given, like I say, he's given a well. Some some people who have had at least a year's service will get a grand, but anybody else will get like five hundred quid. Yeah, yeah. So still, Any- it's a nice, nice bonus, isn't it? Anybody who watched football in the seventies will be going, "What Admiral football is <laughs> worth that much money?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pass before my time. You don't remember Admiral football kits, yeah. no. Yeah, yeah. And the old England kit in the seventies was Admiral and stuff. Oh, was it? Yeah. yeah. All right. I now, take it is the insurer, isn't it? It's not Admiral. For I assume it's insurer. Yes, it's, it's insurer. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, yeah. Appa- I, apparently, this is something they're thinking of picking up at Contact Centre Thirty Three, where the, the bosses there are uh, going to give all their staff lots of money, aren't they, Paul? <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> you heard it here first. I'm not sure about that. <laughs> Do you know what? I, I, if I could do that, I would, I would do that. Absolutely. Of course, would do that. Yeah. You know, but at the end of the day, was, I ain't got seven million quid there. No, no. no. You, you do. Um, that that's kind of one of your day jobs, as such, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you do do a lot of incentives and stuff, don't yeah, you? Yeah, so we gave a helicopter, a helicopter ride out the other day. All right. Um, people going for spas at Bannatines. Yeah. Um, what was the other one? Uh, mate, Kelbrook. The other day, we yeah. sent some agents for me at Kelbrook. So you do kind of stuff like you've, got, you've kind of got to do that in that environment, aren't you? Yeah. You're kind of saying the same thing, sort of, you've got to make it a bit bit fun. There's a basketball net in the middle of the call centre, just put an electronic darts board, you know, it's all, it's all good. Nice one. Did you, so watch, um, did you watch that documentary about the call centre? I think yeah. it was called The Call Centre. Nev. Yeah. The, the yeah. It was set in, uh, set in Wales, Wales somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Well, how how realistic is that? Is, is, is apparently it's very realistic. Yeah. Apparently that's what the guys like. I know the guy, I know a guy who works on the financial services side of it. Actually, that guy worked with me and your Neil. Yeah. Um, and that's run like a proper business, but this side is small. <laughs> but they're in there for about two years, apparently. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. To make it into a series, so you know. I'm going to say there can't be that many funny things happening day in day out. They must have sort of waited for some of these. Have you ever worked in a call yeah, centre? That's, uh, that's well, that's, that's what I'm saying. Is, is, <laughs> is that right? Is it normally like that? Yeah, call, call centres are quite happening places. There's there's lots of uh, bizarre stuff goes off in call centres. Especially if Neil's running out to do it. <laughs> yeah. Mm, yeah, I can imagine. He's, yeah. Uh, he's just sent me a, a picture of him on a sunbed, which is a picture nobody ever wants to see. <laughs> That's yes. going to get is, is deleted. He put it, has he put it on Twitter? No, he's, oh, he's texted me that one. Just direct. Fortunately, yeah. Oh, Ray, uh, Ray has tweeted a picture of Neil. <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, yeah, I've just retweeted that. I'm going to say, we'll have to retweet that. Egg. Yeah, it's just an egg with a face on it. It's Neil Easter, isn't it? Yeah. Talking it's eggs. Easter, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, Well, the clocks go forward next Sunday morning, don't they? Yeah. yeah. Um, mm, do you partake in the Easter eggness? It's chocolate, of course chocolate, I do. Yeah. <laughs> see, what, what a silly question. See, there. certain things James is very much against, Paul, because it's commercialised, but when there's chocolate involved, he's all for it. <laughs> That's it. What about you? I've anything to do with chocolate. I'm trying to cut down the milk. I'm on a big gym thing at the minute. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My other half's on it, and she's kind of dragging me. Not dragging me, actually, but getting me into the mindset of going with her and stuff like that and yeah. rather than just running actually doing weights and stuff but they're just they're just heavy aren't they yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know yeah I don't bother I, I, I'm, I go running quite a bit but when it gets cold I sort of sack it off so yeah. now it's getting warmer I'll start going again yeah you're not committed I've been looking at gyms as well, I go as past as you go past yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or the canteen yeah canteens a friend of ours said oh I'm going to join this new gym do you want to come with me and I just said no 
So I will <laughs> never go. So it'll just be money out of the account every month and I'll never yeah. go. Well, do you know what? We we did that for, for the guys at work. We gave them free gym membership because mm. they all said they wanted it. All right. And then nobody, nobody went. <laughs> it's not cheap, is it, Jim? It's not cheap. No. They get you in... Well, there's some now where you can just pay, like, weekly or whatever. Yeah, like tenor, isn't it? Yeah, tenor but... Month, uh, so. Not weekly, monthly, but you, the, once once you get into a contract, that's it. You, you, you've, you've had it, haven't you? Yeah. It's, it's, you've got to go, otherwise... But then people don't go. Yeah, I know. It's, it's When you look at it, like, I used to go to a gym, unbelievably, years ago. <laughs> How <laughs> but, long ago? Oh, several, several years ago. <laughs> then, then I decided that I just liked all the meat instead. Yeah. Well, you could have done Atkins. <laughs> Yeah, could have. Couldn't you? Uh, yeah. But then you look at, uh, you go in in January, don't you? It's packed. And then... Yeah, kind of, last kind of for about three third, weeks. Third, fourth week of January, yeah. empty. Yeah. <laughs> Just get all your all your posers in the corner. Well, it's like, you know, you see all you see everybody coming out at Christmas, drinking in boozers. Yeah. yeah. And people get fed up. Well, it's only the same when people go to gym and they've never been to gym before. Yeah. Anyway. Should we have a song, Paul? Do you want a song? Yeah. Oh, you, you like this you song? Your guitar. Yeah, but I bought it. Um, you can do some backing vocals if you want. Really? Well, yeah, it's the uh, coming around one. Oh, right. Oh, I like that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah the ultimate wake up song, I think I said. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a bit of that if you want. Right, now? Yeah, let's have it. You were dangerous, totally scandalous To the third degree The one that could have made you misbehave Part of a local bourgeoisie It started in a minute and I knew that I fell in it Faster than a rabbit down a hole I didn't feel astute cause I took the rumbus route And I'm glad she believed in birth control and I'm not gonna say that I didn't enjoy the ride But I'm not sure what girl I was with Was it you, Jekyll or Hyde? And I said, whoa, whoa, whoa I think that I'm coming around You made something out of nothing Nothing out of something you said we'd find common ground But I said, whoa, oh, no, no, no I think that I'm coming around I feel like I'm wanting to jump But you're holding me down know that you essentially but totally accidentally were trying to fill that gap the one that officially filled you up with jealousy i think it's time to call that taxi it started in a minute and i knew that i fell in it faster than a rabbit down a hole i didn't feel astute because i took the rumbus route and i'm glad she believed in birth control and I'm not gonna say that I didn't enjoy the ride But I'm not sure what girl I was with Was it you, Jack? 
till I hide And I said, whoa, oh, whoa, oh I think that I'm coming around You made something out of nothing Nothing out of something You said we find common ground But I said, whoa, oh, oh No, no, no I think that I'm coming around I feel like I'm wanting to jump But you're holding me Joined us, you listen to the squeak on 93.2 FM. That was Paul Fletcher performing live. Coming around. Yeah, it is one of your favourites, that one, isn't it? Yeah, I did like that one. I was really tempted to do the backing, but I, I didn't. didn't <laughs> because it's it's not about I didn't, my backing, it's about you, innit? I didn't bring everybody else because I thought you two were going to join in that one. <laughs> you don't want to hear me singing at all. Yeah, but I do. Do you know what? I've got some tracks. I know we're talking about your brother. Yeah. But I'm telling you now, I've got some tracks that I want to send into this. Oh, that brilliant! Real, that he's done. Oh, that he's swore, need, he's, he swore to me he's like whatever you do, don't ever play them. They're dark. They're proper dark. <laughs> yeah. They're like Depeche Mode, like really, yeah. But very unhappy Depeche Mode. If you get, if you get, I've been you. trying to get hold of them. So if you do have them, send them my way. I've got them. Excellent. I'll send them. Yeah. We, we shall, uh, we shall play them in the next so few weeks. Barrage of abuse from this time. <laughs> <laughs> Should I be excited or, or scared? I um, think she did a show from the bottom floor that day. <laughs> <laughs> it's very sad. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Well, talking of sad things, James, there's going to be a sugar tax. The, there is. There's, what is it on? Is it just drinks or is it chocolate? Or it includes gin and tonic, doesn't it? Does it? Yeah. Oh. Well, what they're trying God. to do, it's going to be on sugary drinks, but it's supposed to be targeted at the the worst things for kids. So the put it's more on fizzy drinks than chocolate, for instance, because they're getting the most sugar yeah. from fizzy drinks. Um, do you know which which drink has the most sugar in it? They did they did put a list together, and it, I was looking. It's it, Coca-Cola, isn't it? It's not no. now. No. It's old Jamaica ginger beer. Oh, I love that stuff. It's because it's full of sugar. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's the most sugary drink. Um, I mean, what do you make of it? Do you think it'll work? Well, no. 
No? No. People, well, people still buy it anyway, won't they? Well, it's the same it's a bit, as... It's a bit like this alcohol guidelines thing. Yeah, it's the same people as still going to drink the same amount they've always drank, aren't they? Same as cigarettes. People just still go out and buy it and pay that extra few pence for it. I just it. think, you know, they're making everything into, like, a, a bad thing. Everything in moderation, sure, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Everything's in moderation. You shouldn't... If you stop someone from doing something, likely they're just going to do it, aren't they? So you're better off just advising. Yeah. I was spending lots of money on... Stupid labels and thing, you know. Get the parents to tell the kids have it in moderation. Happy days. Yeah. Well, have you seen uh, this week? I uh, you know the politics show that Andrew O'Neill does on the BBC. He actually had uh, a couple of kids on the couch talking about this, and he was he said that exact same point of if somebody when I was your age, if somebody told me not to do something, I would do it. Yeah. <laughs> and then this little, like, I don't know, nine-year-old girl or something, she went, well, you obviously weren't educated very well then, were you? <laughs> really? Yeah, live on TV. Wow. It's awesome. Well, um, they reckon it's going to put about between 18p and 24p on to um, a soft drink per litre. So it's not it's not going to be massively no. um, affecting the price. It's just a way of, of getting more money out of us. and. What, what are they going to do with that money? Because the, the best thing they can do with that money is then educate people yeah. about about the dangers of the sugar. Yeah, yeah exactly. But they won't. No. Well, but if that's the thing, it's pointless. They'll put it towards some tax. They'll put it towards robbing more disabled people. Well, that's another thing that's been in the news. Ian Duncan Smith resigned, haven't he? Yeah. See, the last time, this is why I tend try not to do these kind of things. Because the last time I was doing this, I got thrown off. Did you? Well, you know, I can't go into details as to what I said. Actually, to be fair, because I'll get thrown <laughs> yeah. off, and, and I don't want to ruin your fledgling broadcasting careers and stuff. Thank but, you. Do you know what I mean? But it was, you know, you know, I'm, I, it's more political to be non-political nowadays, isn't it? Because yeah. people are just like argue just for the sake of it. Well, I mean, I don't know what's worse, that or finding out that the pencil I've been holding has literally been chewed by everybody in Sheffield. <laughs> Yes, it I is. I don't even want that near me. Can we discard that? Or? I've already moved it away from me once. Well, I didn't realise, and I picked it back is, up. Is this past the pencil? That is horrific. Past the past the chewed pencil. <laughs> See that, or you got mice in here? See, but looking at it, somebody's also obviously had a mouthful of silver paint, haven't they? It's going to check everyone's teeth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is a good point. They'll be looking like yours, <laughs> won't they? Yeah, so we're not using that anymore. Um, so yeah, um, interesting things uh, in the news at the moment um, around the government. So let's see what happens. Yeah. Oh, your your lovely missus has tweeted us in. Yeah, uh, she's uh, said, "My gorgeous man is on the radio, right, man? Not right now." He's talking about you, James. Yeah, she must be. She always listens to you. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's amazing. Super proud. Oh, bless, bless her. her. She's uh, great, isn't she? Amazing. Yeah. And uh, she says that she loved coming around as well. Yeah, well, to be fair, everything gets run by her anyway. So yeah, know, if it's no, she's she's she is actually the, she's great. She, you you do something and then she'll kind of like, nah, you don't want to nah, don't want that one. Or what was that one you were playing? That one. Yeah. So she's you know she's great at sifting through. Is she your know, muse crap. then? Do you, do you actually write for her about her or just her, as a sounding? Do you know what? I'd 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 love to write a song about her, but do you know what I mean? I, I wouldn't ever. Play it to anyone until it was, you know, it was back yeah. right. So yeah. you know, those kind of songs take a lot longer to write than, you know, the ones where you go fishing and you just catch one straight away. Yeah, I was going to ask, how easy is it the, the songwriting process? 
it, it kind of depends what what you're writing for. So like you know when we're doing, I don't really do much production nowadays because I'm doing writing songs is getting a bit harder because I've probably got a, less time to do it because we're out gigging. I, you know, you kind of got to set something in the diary. So this this weekend I'm in the studio doing demos Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Right. So that'll be for for, for new stuff because there's a few kicking around. Um, but yeah, it, it's hard. It's, it's, sometimes it takes. You know, there's a track on on the album called "This Town Could Be Ours," which was um, which was I went in to demo it, and then I didn't have any lyrics for the other song, so I just kind of took them lyrics, stuck it in that. That took right. about four minutes. <laughs> really? That took four minutes, and that demo pretty much we recorded it one other time, and that was when we did it with Alan. Part and Eden sings on the on the on, like, like a duet. But like some songs took like please, please don't hurt yourself took twenty minutes maximum. Really? I think yeah. it's a gift, you know, songwriting. Yeah. I think you can either do it or you can't. I've tried writing songs and it's I find it very, very hard. Well I was reading I was reading a book about it the other day and uh, you know, there's a lot of songwriters I don't actually confess to this, but you know, a lot of a lot of songwriters are sort of saying that the song's already there, you kinda just gotta pick it out of the air and <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it's that you know, I don't know about that, but I think you know. You, you, I don't know. I don't know how you do it. I just I've got a guitar, and I just keep singing until yeah. something something kind of comes out that's half decent. That's it. That's so what, what what comes first then? Does the, the sort of music come first, and you frame the, the lyrics around it, or? Um, well, I'll just tinker. You know, um, you know, Judy will back me up on this. You know, sometimes I've got sort of twenty minutes in the morning before I have to into the office so I'll like go downstairs there's, there's virtually a guitar in every room oh, in our right. house so I like, pick that up and we'll play and you know a couple of the newer songs have kind of come in that 20 minute but they might have taken 20 days of 20 minutes to kind of get them to a point where I'm actually right that one's done record it into the phone take it to the guys and then see what they think but yeah, yeah. I don't I don't sit there and procrastinate over lyrics and all that kind of stuff I sometimes I sometimes kind of Hear back songs and go. That makes sense, but I don't understand where that's come from because I ain't feeling <laughs> sad. I'd had a brilliant day the day I wrote. Please don't hurt yourself. Really? I'd had a fantastic day. It was brilliant. <laughs> it's one of the best days of my life. And then I write that. You it's know, bizarre, wow. isn't it? Yeah. It's just what what's there at the, that particular moment in time. Yeah. But it's you. You can. I guess you can just subconsciously reflect on other things that have happened in the world or whatever. Right. Yeah, but I don't think I do. I, no? It's just, it's just, just comes out subconscious. It just comes. Yeah. Out. I ain't got a clue where it comes. And I think most songwriters, you know, are probably like that. Yeah. They'll they'll write the song and then they'll go, "Well, I've got to have a reason for that song." Yeah. She went through my album, so it went, "What's that song about? What's coming around about?" Well, it's probably about someone going, "Actually, I shouldn't be in this relationship. Is it anything to do with me?" No. Well. Just, just was there. It's probably seeing other people have like dodgy relationships, but it's not subconsciously about that one person. Yeah, yeah. I can't do that. Yeah. Because I feel like I would, if they ever found out about them, it'd upset them. But then that, that's also kind of the best type of music, isn't it? Because you're not doing it specifically about something, so lots of people can kind of uh, attach themselves to the, those lyrics, I guess. Well, yeah, you, you, I get like a lot of people I keep talking about. Please don't hurt yourself, and they'll come and they'll go, "Oh my God!" It's like I know what you were thinking when you wrote that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. And I was thinking about how 
how good my day had been. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't thinking about anyone getting on top of that NCP and jumping off. I was actually thinking about I'd had a great day in the studio and it just just came. Wow. Just came. Fluttered away, caught it, in you go. I'd hate well, to know what one. you write on a bad day then. <laughs> <laughs> it's proper miserable. <laughs> Neil's Depeche Mode sounding stuff. Oh, it's worse than that. <laughs> but I don't know, you've got to hear it. You've got to hear well, it. I was I mean, just going to say. He's probably not tweeting it, is he? He's not tweeting now. He's petrified no. that something's going to happen the egg face. I, I think he's on a sunbed. He'll be listening to us on a sunbed because he does keep sending me silly pictures of him <laughs> on a sunbed, which are making me laugh. Oh, I've got a complaint to make as well. Oh, have got time on. to make Let's a complaint. It. Absolutely, do it. Yeah, I went enough. to a Carl Maloney gig, and you guys said he was giving free bulls out. Yeah. And let me tell you... <laughs> He weren't giving any free bills out that night. Well, it's interesting because we're meeting him after the show. Oh yeah, well yeah, he's, tweet- he's like he's tweeted me. I think I'll yeah. go for a beer. Mm. Um, if you're buying, Carl. Well, uh, didn't get one at your gig. Yeah, Carl, Carl's meeting us, so yeah, it's all about uh, the first first three rounds. I think are on Carl. Yeah, that's what he said, isn't it? Yeah, I, I went. No, he's a top lad. In uh, well, yeah, so much time for Carl. I'm, I'm glad Carl's coming out. So keep asking him. He's like, oh no, I'm making a pie. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be a Yorkshire not, pie, wouldn't it? Yeah, not even a meat pie. It's always cheese, his, onion, and potato. Yeah. His lovely girlfriend is uh, vegetarian. Uh, yeah, vegetarian. So uh, she was in one of my videos. Was she really? Yeah, yeah. The one where he's a crazy wizard. She was <laughs> oh, one yeah, of the dancers. Yeah. That's that's the one. We're trying to get him to do that role again <laughs> for the video of coming around. Incidentally enough, really. I just wanted to keep popping up in my videos. It's brilliant. You, you can't not laugh at him sometimes, can you? When oh. you see him, when you see, you know, when you're that that close, you, this is radio, so you can't tell how close I've got my hand. Really close, really but I'm close. talking about an inch from your face, and he's kind of mouthing like <laughs> abuse at you, which kind of meant to be the lyrics of the song. It's just the funniest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Well, I, I went down to his uh, one of his gigs at the Washington, but he, he was driving, so he didn't. He, he weren't drinking, uh, so he weren't his. Uh, I mean, he's still funny, isn't he? But he weren't as funny as when he were when he had a few jars. No, you you do have to get him on form when he's had a few beers. Well, it's, uh, yeah. it's a good night out when you when you get Carlton Maloney drunk. Yeah. Well, Carlton Maloney. <laughs> first time, first time I'd met him, we had him on here, and uh, we always meet in Rawson Hillsborough. And uh, I'd got a coffee, and Carl's here with his pint. I'm like, oh. Ooh. He's a, he's a bit of character, this Carl. He had two pints before we'd driven in. And he was fine, very well behaved. He was on form, though, that day, wasn't he? Yeah, very he's much a so. Lad. He's a good lad. And a big supporter of local music, isn't he? He's, mm. like, he's, he's one, got all his gigs. He's a one-man workhorse. Yeah. I think I'm gonna, I want to play one of his gigs, to be fair. He keeps sending me dates, but it never kind of quite adds... I can't get everybody in a room together to do it. But yeah. I owe him, because he's been like a big, a big supporter of me. Well, we we managed to uh, we managed to set Danny Pietnik up um, yeah. with Carl, and Carl sent. He, he said, "Oh, um, you know, we'll, we'll we'll have to get you one one at shows either Frog and Parrot or Washington." And he says, "I sent him two dates for him to choose, and he picked them both." <laughs> <laughs> so he, he did two gigs. So he says, "I can't fault him. Can't fault him." He's good enough. I like him. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's, um, good it's funny as well. Like really dry sense. Did of Did he see the interview? Carl Maloney put the interview with him on. Yeah. Um, from that night, he'd obviously done it before everyone got there. It was frankly bizarre. <laughs> it was, but then again, having him been here for two hours was was. <laughs> we keep saying we're going to get him back, don't we? 
Yeah. Getting back in one, I'm one sure, week. I'm, I, he'd love to. He keeps pestering me. <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> shall we have um, the song that you keep mentioning? What's that? Uh, don't Hurt Yourself. Please don't hurt yourself. I can't, do you know what? I can't really do that one. Oh, no. Oh, I'm really sorry. Oh. Probably should have asked that before you the start of the show. Asked that, yeah. <laughs> Which one was I well, going to do? I've got, oh, Can we, have I'm, you got it? I Why think play I it? may have it on a disc, but I'll have to find the disc out. To, oh, is uh, it in that bag of food? Yes, yeah, that bag of, that bag that looks like, everyone just assumes <laughs> that because it's me, it's a bag of food. He's carrying food <laughs> around everywhere. Um, play it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so if you play something else in the meantime, yeah. and I will find the disc out with one. please don't hit yourself on it. Okay. Well, I I shall do that then. Um, what what is it? This one is uh, another Sheffield. <laughs> Sheffield. It band. is so organised this place. Seriously. Well, he's got all the notes. It's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is the Castellas with To the Gallows. It's just going up to quarter two. You listen to Sheffield Live ninety three point two FM. <laughs>
Castellas. Yeah, to the Gallows. Um, they've sent in their track, uh, which any band can do. So if you're in a band, oh, we've had it. Musician. Police are here. That's it. <laughs> yeah, please. please. They found us. They found us. Yeah. So um, yeah, if you're in a band or you're a musician, then uh, send us in your music. Yeah. Uh, we've got an uploader. Uh, if you just send us a message at the Squeak on uh, Facebook <laughs> or Twitter. It's chaos, absolute <laughs> chaos. This is. Do, do Can you know, not just buy a new case? Because every do. week that happens, and you just hear a. <laughs> this is probably the least professional I've ever been in this studio, and that's saying something. Mm. Um, mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Do you know? I keep. I keep. This. This is a new chair. Right? Yeah. And the old one had armrests, so I keep. <laughs> I didn't notice that. I thought you had an affliction. No, I've just. I'm just wanting to lean. Yes. There's nothing to lean on. He does have an affliction, by the way. Well, that's a but, bit. That's a bit <laughs> awkward, isn't it? That's by the by. We'll come on to that. Never. Um, okay. What else has been in the news, James, this week? This week. Well, if you were to name a boat, Luke. So, so you've got a new boat that's going to be doing polar expeditions. Uh, what would you name it? Um, polar expeditions. I don't know. Should have, you know, thought Again. of this before the start of the show. <laughs> yeah. Do you two talk? Do you two actually know each other? Um, we do talk on a Sunday this from about twelve onwards. <laughs> it's like the first time you've done the show actually together. Yeah, I don't even know who he is. I, I just turned up off the street. Yeah, pretty much. Um. Um, what would you call it? Um, the um, the Maloney Explorer. <laughs> yes, yeah, so the uh, SS. Uh, what, what is it for? Boats, I <laughs> um, But uh, there is currently a, a boat. <laughs> what are you on about? Uh, I don't know. He don't know. I, I, I don't know. I've lost. It. Nobody knows. I, th- I think I was still a little drunk from last night. I'm trying um, to come up with a pun, but again, I can't. I can't think of one. Yeah, well, there's a, there's a new ship that they are... Uh, T- tell me about they're, it. They're replacing the Polar Research ship for the UK um, because the old one's gone out of commission kind of thing, so they need a new one. And so they put it out to a public vote of uh, to suggest the new name for the new boat. Ah. Um, which always goes very well, doesn't it? The when will people realise you can't trust the public to vote on anything? Yeah. Mm. Seriously. Well, there, there are some really kind of serious suggestions. So, uh, so I just had a tweet in saying it's the boat vote, which that's uh, polar bear, po- polar bear. Yeah. Well, there's, uh, it's <laughs> 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 it's uh, it has the prefix of RRS because it's a research ship. Uh, so some of the suggestions they got the RRS Pillar of Autumn. I don't know where that comes from. The RRS David Attenborough, to name mm. after. So, so the autumn pillar of autumn. What's autumn got to do? We like going North Pole or whatever. Who knows? It's not snowing autumn. I like, I like, I like the David Attenborough one. That's that's a good one. Yeah, yeah that makes sense, doesn't it? He's a bit of an explorer. Mm. Uh, the RRS Henry Worsley. Uh, he was a polar expedition guy, wasn't he? I think. Columbo. Or Columbus. Columbus. I, know, I like Columbo. <laughs> Because it's a bit like uh, just just another thing. <laughs> <laughs> just one more thing. Um, yeah, but leading leading the vote at the minute, and quite possibly going to be our next research research ship in the polar region is the RRS Boaty McBoatface. That won't win. 
They won't allow it. <laughs> that win it. That's ridiculous. <laughs> that's that's currently that's miles ahead in the votes. In Boaty, the boat vote. Boaty McBoatface. Yes. Boaty McBoatface. That's not my daughter. She got a... Took her to the Naturalist Museum the other day. She got a, a dinosaur, and it was a T-Rex. Mm-hmm. I said, what are you calling it? She went, Triceratops. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, that's, fair enough. D- yeah. A Triceratops is better than a T-Rex, I think. I don't tell her that. Well, what's, what's She'll be throwing dinosaur? things at the radio right now, saying, who is that man? He knows nothing. <laughs> well, she's named a T-Rex after <laughs> one. It must be better. <laughs> You're still thinking of a I'm name, still aren't thinking. you? <laughs> this is this. this it's all right because we've got a guest this week. But sometimes James will just be like, just thinking, just thinking about where he yeah. could be, other than here. Yeah, thinking about getting a new presenter to go alongside <laughs> him that's much more professional <laughs> than knows what he's doing. Snowboat. That's no joke. That is. That was like supposed to be a play on words. The show, showboat, snowboat. Is that tumbleweed? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's lots of tumbleweed going on. Anyway, yeah. anyway, right. <laughs> if, send your suggestions in. I'm um, sure Carl will have one. I yeah. I, yeah, we've not heard from Maloney yet this week. He's, he's usually the first to tweet us. He probably thinks we're on it too. As <laughs> normal. Yeah. Too busy making a pie. The silly, <laughs> the silly, the silly sausage. Um, yeah, I can't think of anything. It's going to drive me barmy. Well, in that case, they're going to have to stick to Booty McBoatface then. Mm, they won't allow that to win. You've it'll, let everyone down. It'll be the David Attenborough, won't it? Yeah, or, or the Henry Worsley. Mm, yeah. yeah. I just got a text from Arneal who has, has sent in lots and lots of. Did pictures. you get my bubbly text? Yeah, we don't want to talk about the bubbly text. Uh, but is oh. <laughs> you don't want to see it. You don't. You don't want to see it. No. If you just need to imagine what the bubbles are. Oh. Or what they could be hiding, and yeah. To be fair, though, I know how he's feeling. So I've been on Guinness all weekend. That's all I'll ah, say. Yes. Yeah. That's horrific. So that's my drink of choice. I know exactly <laughs> what you mean. Um, that is horrific. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> he sent, sent lots and lots of pictures, and then his last text to me is, James, how much do picture texts cost? <laughs> they're, they're extortion. <laughs> yeah. Um, should, we have, should we have another song before, yeah. the, uh, before the hour is up? Yeah. It, Paul? Um, tell us about this one. Um, this one's called Lies. The video to this one was really good, because it got tied to a chair. Is it really called Lies? It is called Lies, yeah. <laughs> I like what you've done there. But now, it is called Lies, and the video was quite good to this because we ended up, uh, well, the guy who does my videos um, got me tied up to a chair and uh, had a girl throw um, flour and all kinds of stuff at me. Um, basically, it was a cake by the end of it. Mm. But yeah, no, um, yeah, got shouted at, cake thrown at me. Yeah, it was good. It was a good, nice video. Marvellous. This one's called Lies. I've been trying to figure out what What it could have been that stamped your fire out And did your eyes black out 
I left a message by the telephone But she threw it away without a thought or a care that night Do you regret that now? You were reckless and you weren't so innocent Sweetheart sold the rides the fastest roundabout And you can tell anyone you like But something in your eyes is telling me tonight That you've been telling lies all your life You could have had it all You can take anything you like Something in your eyes is telling me tonight That all the lies you told you think are right Now you don't know what I've been up to Your calculations seem to be a million miles off And your scowl is your smile Your thoughts are inviting and dancing Graceful yet violent, but it feels okay for you So unlock your door You grab your heels, but there is a devil inside of you And he hides behind all the things that you don't want to do Tell anyone you like But something in your eyes Is telling me tonight That you've been telling lies All your life You could have had it all You can take anything you like But something in your eyes Is telling me tonight That all the lies you told You think are right Lies. Paul Fletcher, live in the studio. I like that one. Yeah, that's a good one, that. Are you telling the truth? Are you telling the truth? <laughs> or are you lying? Uh, Do you know what? Someone phoned me in the middle of that. That was rather rude, isn't it? Oh, well, that's just... I took my eye off the ball then a little bit. Apologies. Neil's tweeted and he said, uh, good, good song by Fletch. Yeah. Is it about Thank his you, hairy no. back? That ain't a lie. <laughs> that is 100% truth. In fact, it's so hairy, it's like 200% the truth. <laughs> um, just going back onto the boat thing, right. what about um, 
You've, you've been thinking of this all the way through that song. Yes. <laughs> Paul thought I was reflecting on the song. I wasn't. The, the whole segment didn't work, and you're carrying it on now. Well, I thought, you know, <laughs> you could say it's about time that I thought of one. Oh, my God. Have you seen that last tweet that's just come through? This is, this is what happens. Uh, this is what happens. No, I haven't. Have seen that? Twitter's gone mad. Read it out. It's gone crazy, isn't it? Do a read of it. Um, We love you, but H said you got the words wrong. (laughs) (laughs) That he knows you, plonker. Oh. I did get one line wrong, and if anybody wants to literally ring, or can't ring in, can you? Or tweet in the line I got wrong. You can ring in, but nobody will answer the phone. I'll give you um, a plectrum. (laughs) Wow. Because that's all I've got. Well, you've already had the tweet come in saying what line. No, but they don't tell them which line, is it? Ah, right, I think they're, yeah. trying to, they're trying to mess with my mind, aren't they? <laughs> Quite possibly. Just trying to mess with my mind. What about, um, you could say it's peer pressure. Oh, my God. This is going to go on all afternoon peer now, pressure. isn't it? Quite possibly. Well, you, you need to seize the day. Oh, dear. <laughs> dear. <laughs> That, that's the best one you've come <laughs> to. It's not, isn't, yeah. I, Don't I, encourage I, him. Well, <laughs> no, you, credit where credit's due. That is the best one. Usain Boat. I don't think any of these are holding water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we're coming up to the top of the hour, Luke, <laughs> whilst you're still thinking of more. Um, what we got coming up in the second hour of more, this special more, extended squeak? More music, hopefully, if uh, if Paul stays. Yeah, I'm staying, <laughs> yeah. I'm staying. I'm enjoying it. I think I, I won't mind the show, actually. Yeah? Maybe I could DJ. I oh, fancy I could mix a few yeah. tunes and all that. I like the guy that's on the telly late at night. What's his name? What's been, his Which like? one? George Alagaya does the news. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> the news always seems a little bit sad when he says it, doesn't it? But now, now there's a guy who just there's like three of them, old like DJs. All oh, right, I've, I've the seen the show. I can't They're tell brilliant. you. Brilliant. Time for the ads. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, "What the f- are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass." So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is Sheffield Live. Welcome back to the second hour of The Squeak. Well, hope hope you enjoyed the ads. Welcome back to the uh, boat pun hour. Yes, we've had text flooded in. Oh my God. That, that, that wasn't even, I didn't even, yeah. Uh, that's what I always say, but it just happens to work. Kill me now. Uh, Mark's texting, be ready for the tides to turn, and the boys of summer. I don't, I'm not sure about the don't second one. I don't understand the boys of summer. No. And a boy, a boat. Ah, a boy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I know, but why? Well, boats have boys, don't they? Yeah. 
Oh, right, I'm with it. Yeah, yeah I'm with you. kind of boy. If you have to explain, it's not very good, is it? <laughs> anyway, um, we've got we've got um, somebody's turned up, Paul. Yeah, um, that's always nice, isn't it? Yeah. Hello. Say hello, Eden. Complete with sponsorship as well. Uh-oh. We can't hello. we can't say who it is though, Iceland. <laughs> How you doing? You all right? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. So you're going to be doing a duet then? Yeah, we do a duet, don't we? Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't a duet <laughs> until um, I told you it Eden went. That song should be a duet. <laughs> so I went right then. You're, you're 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 the other person. Like, what? No, no, I'm, I'm not doing that. <laughs> so yeah, since it's duet, yeah, it's good, isn't it? Yeah, it worked out good. Yeah, worked out good. Marvelous. Yeah. Are we going to hear it in a bit? Yeah, we we'll, we'll do that one. We'll do that one. Right. Is that right? <laughs> That's fine. All right. Cool. Marvelous. She's great. She's absolutely amazing. I'm looking Wait forward to her to sing. I'm loud. Oh yeah. She's loud. Yeah. You put her in another room. Still pick her up. <laughs> She's good, seriously. A serious talent. People need tech now of her. We'll get to hear it in a bit. Yep. Um, oh, Mark's just texting. He wasn't happy with our criticism of his uh, puns. For, for, oh, excuse oh, me. There's no criticism from my end, Mark. I thought that was all right. He didn't get it. That's his problem. What's he about? I thought you were going to say something else there, Paul. Well, you know, everybody has an opinion. I thought that was great, Mark. <laughs> I don't know you, Mark, but I think you're it's my, it's amazing. My big, it's my big brother. Right, okay. Don't think there's any need for that language. No, I know. Um, he likes you, Paul. Good lad. Yeah. Good lad. Anyway. That's not that last one I named at me, is it? No, it's you, you know, I think it's aimed at it's me. It's bipolar if it is. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, enough of Mark. What else has been in the news? Well, um, are you um, are you a festival goer, uh, Paul? Uh, I used to be. I used to go a lot. Um, been been Glastonbury? Uh, no, never been to Glastonbury. But I understand Adele is headlining oh, yes. Glastonbury. Oh. Yes, you could say it's a delicious headline act. Uh, <laughs> what? You don't like that one. <laughs> Took the microphone away. She laughed. <laughs> <laughs> No, I think a lot. Of, I think you know a lot of people who who criticise that decision, but a lot of people who will be there will absolutely love it. Yeah, I think a lot of people have uh, are generally liking it. Um, a, a couple of people went on Twitter and said, "Oh, so we've got Adele, Coldplay, and who else is there?" Uh, I can't even uh, remember. I don't know. And they said, "Oh, you can take your mum." So it's had a bit of a mixed <laughs> a mixed uh, review. <laughs> I don't mind Adele. I think she's all right. It's, it's that old thing, and it? it's like when Jay Z headlined, and everyone was protesting about it. Jay Z, we're in England now. Yeah. Well, well and then, uh, and then he played, and everyone thought it was brilliant. <laughs> I once saw a, uh, a tribute act to Jay Z. <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> it was Jay Z. <laughs> Funniest thing I've ever seen. Wow, actually, just reminded me of it. But I saw, um, yeah. I get where people say on that because I I um, I went to <coughs> V Fest once and um, well we used to go a couple of times and then the first time we went there was like Noel Gallagher and, and like decent bands on mm. of the time Stereophonics and were there and stuff you know so they were good and then next year we went Beyonce were there yeah which mm. tipped up forty five minutes late which I think is just rude I don't oh, care who we yeah. are yeah you're right being four minutes late is absolutely fine. <laughs> <laughs> but 45 minutes is, is, is bang out and then and literally she came on she did a song and then you had to watch like this uh, video of her talking about love 
Well, the V-Fest is um, quite an interesting one because that's come up for controversy this year, hasn't it? With their lineup, uh, we've got Justin Bieber headlining. Well, it's a pop, it's a mm. it's a pop festival now, isn't it? It's yeah. Not, not Are you a believer, Paul Fletcher? Um, do you know what? I hate I, I hate to say it, but his his new album hey, it's got some good tunes on it. Yeah. His new stuff's all right, isn't it? Actually, I'm, I'm not I'm not for all that the the disco. Always at the bowling alley and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> not, not into that. But this last album, to be fair, you know, it, it's got right. some good tunes on it. I haven't listened to his album. Have you listened to his album? Yeah, my missus got it. Oh, right, she okay. I've just heard whatever's been on the radio. My mama don't it's like you. The old she excuse of everyone. it's my missus. Like yeah. it'll, it'll be the kids listen to that one. Yeah. Not, not me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> you, could, uh, you could do a cover. I won't go that far. Well, <laughs> say you could, you don't have to. I won't go that far. I bet John Joe Keane would, maybe, <laughs> with his new lot. Mm. Mm. Factory reasons. Yeah. Can't wait to see them. Right. What? Yeah. Right, okay, move on then. No, what, what? were you going to say? I, 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 I've never met the kid. Oh, I yeah. In oh, fact, right. I met him at the gig. I have met him once, shook his hand. I met him at um, the gig that went down to Carl Maloney, where they were meant to be giving free beer out, ah. and they never did. <laughs> yeah. Have we mentioned that? Yeah. Uh, Carl, Carl told me that nobody asked for free beer that night. I think he was trying to get away with giving it out. You know why? Because he's a liar. <laughs> oh, that's a bit harsh, isn't it? <laughs> no, he's not really. Um, no, just talking about uh, artists turning up late, Madonna's been causing some right um, do's. Yes. Because yeah. she's, she's, been not, she's not been turning up till about 11 o'clock at night. I don't understand how you can do that. Well, I don't care who you are. It's just rude. Uh, uh, one one gig in, uh, I don't know if it was Canberra or Melbourne. Yeah, it's in Australia, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, she left them all standing out in the rain, so they're all getting absolutely soaked. Came on and sang Holiday. <laughs> <laughs> well, she was. she's renowned for being late. Um, she played the Glasgow Hydro, um, and they've got um, sound uh, curfews. So they, they hmm. just cut the power off. Yeah. Because she she came out late and they were like, well, it's tough. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what, that's, you know, it's I, terrible, I don't know isn't it? insurance covers all that kind of stuff, but that's what venues should do. These people just, yeah. You, know, you can't do that. People are paying a lot of money for their tickets and the least they can do is turn up on time. I agree. And sing live. Yeah, she's not cheap to go and see, is she? No. Got, I don't know how much she, she costs, but it's a lot of money. She's got problems at the minute, hasn't she? Mm, yeah, she's, she's been issues, making a meal of it. Um, yeah. It's a custody battle for a for a little lad. Mm. He's 15, isn't he? Yeah. Rocco, is it? Rocco, yeah. yeah he's gone to, gone to live with Guy Ritchie. So they're having a custody battle. Didn't they have... Uh, there was some controversy over a... She Instagrammed a picture of him drinking alcohol or something. And that, that went around the world of her in, encouraging him to be drinking. Oh. Strange. But then all this with Madonna being live, it's nothing new. I actually... I listened to a radio show the other day from 1991 because I'm sad like that. <laughs> and, uh, and they were talking in that radio show about how Madonna's new tour was being controversial and she was turning up late and she was swearing and stuff like that. Traffic. Yeah, so... Traffic. Exactly the same thing. She might have left her phone in a hotel room. You just don't know. <laughs> there may be reasons for it, but you'd think some tour manager is sat there going, come on, Madonna, hope you get. Hmm. Hope you get. Come on, love. What we get. Even, you know, <laughs> even the rock and roll kind of uh, people that, you know, go to excess and stuff, they don't do this kind of stuff, do they? Turn up three hours late, generally. I, I think it's very disrespectful. I think it's really bad. Um, 
I mean, I went to see you two at the Hydro, and we thought they're, they've started early, but that's because that's you've got to be out for 11 yeah. or whatever. Um, I remember the first time we went, because you two were like playing all this political, you know, stuff in the background, um, and then they play the music around it. And they'd got, um, I think they got Nelson Mandela on when we went to see him in Sheffield, and somebody went, It's Uncle Ben! And, uh, <laughs> and what? And brought the uh, brought the audience uh, down in a fit of laughter. Oh my gosh! Yeah, but then this this is a good conversation actually. Where um, it's been something I've seen on Facebook the last few days, uh, and as um, Eden can probably join in on this as well, being an acoustic artist, um, people talking during acoustic gigs. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen this? This has come from there was a gig at the Rocking Chair, I think. Uh, over the weekend and there was a fine acoustic singer uh, and the people stood right in front of the stage were apparently talking through the set well that's just rude isn't it just, isn't it? just somewhere else if you're going to talk yeah so yeah but would he have got offended if they just walked out and left nobody in the room listening to him choose your battles I suppose yeah mm-hmm. but is that something you've ever experienced and I will I will put my mic away now and give it to Eden so that she can say something. You don't have to do that because we're on radio and they can't see. I actually have very strong views on this. Go on then. Because I do West Street Live, like gigs and that, and they are alright because you get like a few odd people in and that, so it is alright sometimes, but at the end of the day, you're in a pub, you don't expect people to stand in silence and listen to you. You've got to respect the fact that they're not necessarily there to listen to you. I know certain places are like known for live music and that, but... If I'm doing a gig at West Street Live, which is known for live music, I wouldn't expect them to think, oh, Eden's on tonight, I'm going to go and stand in pure silence and listen to her, because it's not... They're not coming to see me, they're coming for a drink with the mm. friends or yeah, whatever. So fair I, enough, isn't it? I understand that they're going to talk through it, and I just I kind of respect that to them as well. Yeah, I, I, I know what you're saying, but I think, you know, you can if you're going to talk really loudly over yeah. the singer, then you'd go and stand a bit further away, wouldn't you? Yeah. Um, I think standing right at the front... Yeah, that, that's making a point, isn't it? it? Yeah. And, and having a few beer, but I think if you're on the side, then naturally you're going to have a conversation. Of course you are. Yeah, you're not, yeah like, like you say, you're not going to go out and, and not converse with anybody, are you? Yeah. Just but I suppose it depends who you're going out with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a very valid point. I think you don't think you know. The, it's down to the artist to draw that that the the people that are doing that in, and you know that's where. Like we were talking about earlier about being a lead guitarist, when you're sat there and you've you've just got your acoustic guitar, you are kind of a bit laid bare, aren't you? And you know, it's not just about the song; it's you know, you've got to interact with the people that are there. And I suppose if you just think they're there to listen to the music, then you're a bit naive, really. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But I don't think there should be rude stit at the front, turn the back, and Mm. you know, that's that's not on that. No. Okay. Should we have another song, James? Oh, sorry, you haven't got a microphone. <laughs> well, are we going to do um, Paul and Eden's song, or are we going to do a, a track from the? Well, I thought if we do a, do a song out of the CD that's in in there, and then we can set this up. <laughs> okay. See, if I hadn't have, if I hadn't have had my pencil taken away, I could have written that down and gone. Get me the rat bit and pencil back. Come on. <laughs> do you want to hold this pencil? Oh, don't touch that pencil. No. Somebody's eating it. Yeah. Health and safety. Well, who knows? <laughs> anyway, what is it, James? Uh, I don't know what track you queued up. Oh, that one. <laughs> this is going so smoothly today, isn't it? Um, this one is actually a band that sent it in from uh, Tom- Toronto in Canada. And I've got 
uh, a story about Toronto in Canada for later on, so I thought we'd feature this <laughs> <laughs> just as a dubious link. Um, but yeah, this is uh, Black Dog Ballroom uh, with a song called Sounds Like Now. And I'm going to press play. Oh, I know that it's on. It sounds like now. The Black Dog Ballroom who sent in that song just like anyone can if you're in a band or a musician then get in touch at the squeak on Twitter and we'll send you a link to the uploader yes yeah so we're going to have uh, another song from Paul and Eden um, tell us about it or do you want to tell us after I'll tell you after yeah you will have to tell us after because he stood up go Oh, she said it was a one-off But it happened twice She has got a habit I was her only vice 
So go line your ducks up So I can shoot them down Everybody knows we were the word around town And tonight she said This town could be ours And tonight she said It was me and you against the world And I hope you don't regret it, girl Tonight he said It was me and you against the world And I hope you don't regret it now Cheers guys. So is that, uh, is that one on the new album? That's on the album, yep. Yep. And you weren't joking about having uh, a big voice, were you, Ethan? Yeah. Well, no, it is loud, and then, you know, yeah, mine is. That's all you talk about? Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought, oh, no, we're all right here, and then, ah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Went really loud. No, that was good. That was good. No, I like that one very much. Yeah. Yeah, you guys know what it's about now, aren't you? Mm. Uh, it's about meeting somebody at the green room. <laughs> it's an advertisement. They said, get the green room in a song. And then every time you walk in, you get a free beer. So I stuck, I stuck the green room in at the end. Oh, nice one. I didn't really. But he just, <laughs> he just, he just fitted. I don't know. It's about saying to, don't worry, it's me and you. Sound. What about our house? Well, um, just yeah. just on the green room, if, if they renovate all them shops and knock them down, it could be gone, couldn't it? Which would be a shame. Not that on the end. I'm not sure. I've not heard what's come out of that, to be honest. I know the protest went ahead and... The, they had the petition and stuff. Don't know what the outcome was. I'm playing the green room with tram lines. So Are you? Yeah. Oh, cool. I wasn't going to say that, but I am. No, <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, no. It's yeah. mega, mega tram lines there, isn't it? We, yeah, we, we're used to announcing stuff that's uh, not been announced anyway, aren't we? Yes, you are, aren't you, Luke? <laughs> what? You've done the last few weeks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, very bad. Very bad. You plug my gig on the 30th again if you want. Oh, tell Just us more. that gig. When's that? It's on the 30th. Where is it? Of April. All at right. 02. There's All another right. band playing the same night. Jumped on my bandwagon, haven't they? <laughs> yeah. What is it? Mulburn or something daft like that. Oh, right. Yeah, them. Yeah. Yeah. No. It should be a good gig. Should be a good gig. Some good guys, isn't it? Kid 85, uh, 13 women. That's not It's not 13 women. That's a band. <laughs> um, and Paul Ballington is comparing the night. It should be fun. To what? <laughs> That's the best one today. It only took uh, me an hour and a half yeah. to get into it. No, so it should be, it should be a good night. Um, 
Yeah, there's a couple other guys on as well. So yeah, if, it should if be somebody good. wants tickets for that, where do they go? Um, they go to the website or just follow me on Paul Fletcher Music and uh, get in touch and we'll we'll get tickets out there. So it's quite it's quite a big gig for us because we've got um, I've got to say it's something else. We've got people coming to see us, so it's yeah from a, a certain place that we can't possibly <laughs> say, but <laughs> yeah, they're coming to watch us because they're going to do something for us, um, something for us. It's really annoying because you can't tell you, but, but <laughs> yeah. it is quite a big gig, so we need to get as many people down as possible. Cool. Well, there will be a lot of people there, won't there? <laughs> yeah, says, you can't you know. tell you now, though, can I? I'll, t- I'll tell you after. No, no tell us. Whisper, tell whisper us. it to her and, yeah, and whisper, let, let us it. listen, and, and then we'll tell everyone so that you don't get in trouble. It's the guys from Greg's getting sponsorship. <laughs> well, no, that's a bit awkward. That's why I've not told you. I like, I like Greg's. Dog food pasties. No, they're all right. <laughs> Sausage, cheese and bean. Okay. Do you not like Greg's? It's all right for a snack, isn't it? Mm, well, yeah. We've been asked to do as well on the same day. Um, it's the... Um, we're going to do it, I think, because it'll be fun, but it's a tour of Yorkshire. Oh, right. On the same day. And we've asked to go and play the stage there as the yeah. bikers come past. I think it's definitely not going to hear us. But, <laughs> yeah. you know... Um, you never know, if you're really good, well. they, might, they might just stop. Well, do you know what I mean? thinking just pulling a bit of wire just as they come across <laughs> yeah. well you know listen buy a cd tell them to be careful though make sure you tell them you know please don't hurt yourself please don't hurt yourself. I like that I like that <laughs> especially when they're coming around the corner <laughs> uh, I think I'm I'm going to resign from this show because I, 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 it's getting worse <laughs> isn't it you, you can't resign with voluntary I'm, I'm going to do like uh, who was it that resigned on air and walked out on Radio 1 can't Chris remember. Evans isn't it yeah. No, he just had a breakdown. Did he? Different. I might I've do that as well. Listeners, I've just seen the next story that we're going to be talking about. <laughs> and I'm I'm suggesting, that I, you know, I want you to hear some more music of mine, but you might want to turn off for the next five minutes because if you think what's been bad so far, this next story is horrific. Well, the headline is Sexy Payout. Yeah. Did you watch, re- did you, did you watch wrestling when you were a kid? Hulk Hogan. Well, I... When I was a kid, it was proper British wrestling. Bull, uh, what, British Bulldog and all that? Yeah, British Bulldog and Big Saturday, Daddy. Be, Saturday before yeah. Grandstand or something like that. Yeah. That, that, was, uh, that was my childhood growing up, and we don't have any of that anymore. No. Well, Hulk Hogan um, has been in the news. <laughs> Just looking at your face. Um, he's been awarded $115 million um, because the sex tape was leaked online. So yeah. he's he's gone to court and he's won damages worth about seventy nine million English pounds. It's a lot of money, that isn't it? It is. The the best part of it is the testimony that he had to give in court. So he, <laughs> he had to describe the size of his so, Uno and stuff yeah. like that. His what? His <laughs> Uno. His, yeah, his feet, it's his a feet, standard <laughs> size, mate. Don't get it. Is is you know what? Um, but yeah, yeah, apparently he's, he's uh, he, he answered some of the questions as Hulk Hogan and <laughs> some of the questions as whatever his name, Terry, whatever his name is. <laughs> it's, it's been absolutely bizarre to read. Yeah. Mm. Well, apparently um, his legal team argued that, um, wh- wh- which website did it go on? It was on Gorka. Oh yeah, it says it there. Um, I thought that was just a term for somebody that had filmed it. The awkward thing is that you weren't even looking at anything when you said that. 
you just I've, s- I've seen right. the story. I've, I've, have you? Yeah, yeah, I've already seen it in the um, last few days. Well, they said that uh, the website violated his privacy uh, and that the video was not newsworthy, which wasn't really, was it? Well, it's not, is it? It's not a big tale to tell, is it? <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends whether you're talking to Hulk Hogan or Terry, what's his <laughs> name? <laughs> because he gave two separate answers to that question as Hulk Hogan and as his normal person self. How does that work, then? Gosh knows. I just said gosh. <laughs> gosh. I also just caught myself saying gosh. Yeah. Dear. I think I had far too much to drink last night. And yeah. it's just nothing's working in my head right now. No. Fair enough. Okay. Um, have you got any more stories, James, that um, that might be... Worthy. Yeah. <laughs> well, in that case, no. But, uh, oh. <laughs> Great. What we can do um, is... Uh, we could talk about the mighty Sheffield Wednesday. Well, are we absolutely. allowed to say that? This is uh, this is what leads into this. Uh, I've got a little bit of an interview that have I did I, this week. Have I done the link? I told you I was a natural. <laughs> you, at this. you are a natural. You did, you did this without. I didn't even know this. Um, anybody that, that watches uh, Murdoch Mysteries, have you ever seen that, Paul? What Murdoch Mysteries? What's that? The TV show. Um, I haven't. Either. No. You have though, aren't you? I've seen a few of them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it stars uh, Thomas Craig, who were, used to be in Coronation Street and uh, Where the Heart Is and stuff like that. He was murdered by his daughter. No he idea. Was. And um, his wife helped cover it up and she ended up getting put away from it for it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I watch... Um... Not Tommy Craig, obviously. The, the <laughs> bloke that he played in Coronation Street. Tommy Harris, who was yes. in Coronation Street. Tommy well, mm-hmm. Jonathan Creek. Fan. Oh, I am as well. Oh, Jonathan Creek. There's a new one of them coming out soon. Is there? Yeah. <laughs> you both said that at the same time with the same look it's on Because we're genuinely, we're genuinely <laughs> big fans. We better talk about this off mic. Um, yeah. Tell us about this. So, yeah, um, Tommy Craig, or Thomas Craig, he's starring in uh, Murdoch Mysteries, which is a massive show in Canada at the minute. Um, and he's a big Wednesday fan. So what he's done, as he's done in every role he's ever been in, such as Coronation Street, Soldier, Soldier and stuff, he's brought in Sheffield Wednesday references and uh, just before Christmas last year he brought over the producer to a Wednesday match and um, basically as, as it goes on in the series, each series is set in a different year this year's, uh, this series is set in 1903, which is when Wednesday won the league, so he said to the producer um, we should get a, a mention of this in the show but what they've actually done is created an entire subplot around Sheffield Wednesday winning the league. Wow. So, yeah, I, I had a, a quick word with uh, Tommy Craig over Skype the other day, and this is the result. Made up mysteries. I can't overstate how big this show is in Canada, can you? No, I mean, it's, it's huge all around the world, and especially France for some odd reason, yeah. and Canada. It's Canada's number one number one drama. But it's, it's not really took off in England because we're in the minor channel, and uh, also America. It's, it's in... Uh, Apparently it's in about 50 million homes in America, which is a lot compared to us, but not really big for America. Yeah. But, uh, no, it's, it's been, we're about to shoot season 10. Yeah. That's one of the reasons why we got in touch, because our, our mutual friend Gary put us in touch. He sent me on an email that you sent to him, which said, yeah, yeah, yeah. You said that uh, in, in your email to him, if you don't mind me saying, you said that no. you, you were up at five in the morning. Uh, think, thinking of all the permutations of what could happen in, I know. <laughs> in the league. 
So, I usually so, I usually uh, lie awake at night thinking about my lack of career, but for the last <laughs> few months, are we going to get promoted? Are we going to get the top six? And I was just laid awake thinking, like, just working it all out. And I'm thinking, I'm 56, I can't believe I'm doing this, man. So, <laughs> I'm sure there's Wednesday fans all doing the same thing at the minute. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, an exciting season, isn't it? Yeah, it's the best for ages, yeah. Yeah, again, one of the reasons why uh, Gary put us in touch was um, there's, there's quite a good story about this week's episode. Um, yeah, yeah. Which is, it's part of the ninth series, is it, of Murdoch Mysteries? Yeah, it's it's episode nine, season nine of Murdoch Mysteries. And yeah. uh, it, it, the writers have like, created a subplot all around, because it, it's, it's actually, say, 1903 this season. Yeah. So that's obviously the first time Wednesday won the league. And I asked the writers last year if we could mention it. And uh, one of the producers came to a game with me last year. He came to Fulham when we lost 4-0. And he was so impressed by the fans. I, I turned up in Canada last year and he said, Tom, I've created a, a whole subplot around the Wednesday, not just right mentioning them. So I was like, really? So it's very funny. But it's, it's, we've got Canadian extras bouncing in the, in the, in the <laughs> station. And they just they look like they're riding horses. It's so funny. It's bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, Wednesday fans didn't bounce like that back then. There's been some artistic That's what I said license. to him. I said, I don't think we bounced then. But he said, invented because Murdoch is Murdoch. The thing is, Murdoch invents things all the time. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I suppose we've invented the bounce. Well, that, that'll probably get written into history at some point. <laughs> uh, they'll, they'll think it's some kind of past documentary and uh, and actually write yeah. it into Wednesday's history. Uh, and also, as well with the artistic license theme, isn't there a joke about Leeds in there? Well, I think I think Leeds were formed about nine oh five, nine oh six, and the writers had written a, uh, they'd mentioned Leeds about one of the Tommy Crusher being injured against Leeds, and I said I, I don't think Leeds existed in nine oh three. And then I said, oh, forget that. We'll we'll just so he mentions Leeds, and we all shout dirty Leeds, and we all boo. <laughs> So I've got all the Canadian extras joining in, you know. So how, how did the writers know to do this? Did you have to sit down with the writers and explain the rivalry? And Because obviously no, they're they, all they, Canadian, are they? Yeah, but they're, they're, there's about eight, eight writers. And, you know, because the show started in 1895 and now we're in 1903, they research historical things that happened in Toronto each, each, each year. So they do the research. It's easy to go and find out what happened with Wednesday and we yeah. actually listening to Wednesday win the league in the final game. I, I don't think that happened. I think, I think Wednesday were on the beach, so to speak. They finished yeah. their fixtures and they were waiting on a game between Sunderland and Newcastle. So that, that made us champions. But we're actually listening to us winning the league. Yeah, so uh, that's Thomas Craig. And uh, you can uh, capture the full version of that interview. Are we on? Have you, have you turned this on? <laughs> I have I have now. I, I, I was just leading out of that and talking to myself, wasn't I? Yeah. Yeah, so Thomas Craig, and you can listen to the full version of that interview, which I did for the Owl's Talk podcast, which is out tomorrow. Marvellous. Murdoch Mysteries, the episode, is on Alibi tomorrow at 9pm. It's a great interview, that. That's yeah. great. Yeah, I enjoyed that very I much. Amazing. Can't wait for Jonathan Creek. <laughs> <laughs> is it a film? I think, it, it just I think it's a special that they're doing. I think they, they've decided to do uh, a special. Oh, they they did a couple of Easter specials, didn't they? They did a New Year's special. Yeah. They weren't great, though. Did you watch? Do you remember? No, I, I would have caught them. I'm obsessed with it. It was brilliant. Yeah. That Murder, She Wrote. Oh, Murder, She Wrote. Yeah. Jessica I, Fletcher, isn't it? I, I, used, I used to love programmes like that, like Columbo, as we mentioned earlier, like Murder, She Wrote. 
all those. Angela Lansbury. Angela Lansbury. She won a she won a first. Um, oh, I can't remember what the award was now, but she won she won it for the first time when she was eighty nine. She didn't win it until she was eighty nine, whatever it was. Right. Mm. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> it's not scripted, this, you know. So seriously, I know now why it's not on TV. People can see this. <laughs> <sighs> well, we've managed to find uh, Please Don't Hurt Yourself. Thank you. So we're going to give that a play. Yeah, good. Because he refused to play it live. Yeah, I didn't shocking. refuse to play it live. You know, it's it needs lots of other things around it. I will preface this with the fact that um, I'm, I do believe that this is the right track, but because I've got a mash of CDs, it might not be the right one. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so in case it's not Please Don't Hurt Yourself, uh, it's Luke's Enjoy fault. Enjoy the track. <laughs> Do you know what it sounds like? So I haven't heard it before. Yeah, this is it. This is it. it. Well, that's the result then. So this is Please Don't Hate Yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you listen to The Squeak on 93.2 FM. Don't hurt yourself 
That was Paul Fletcher from the album Rewind Your Soul, a song called Please Don't Hurt Yourself. Is it strange referring to yourself in the third person? I do it a lot. Paolo De Canio does it, doesn't he? Yeah. What he did when he had a job. Probably still does it out of work. I often just talk to myself, you know. I think I, I, I catch myself doing it. Because I, I work from home on my own a lot of the time. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, what I did that mean then? Have I work. missed a little in-joke? I work... From home. <laughs> Sorry. Carry on. Yeah, I'll just catch myself doing it. It's supposed to be like one of the signs of madness, isn't it? What, talk to um, yourself? Yeah. I think it's worse when you answer yourself. Oh, I do that. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. I have full-blown conversations. What, with yourself? Yeah, as though I was another person. I'll, be, I'll, be <laughs> like, I'll just, I don't know, maybe I'm making my dinner, I'm making a sandwich, and I'll be like, ooh, what do you fancy for sandwich today? And then James will be like, oh, I would like some ham and some, <laughs> some cheese, James. Uh, and it's like, would you like some brown sauce? Yes, yes, I, I would, thanks. <laughs> You've reached new levels of <laughs> professionalism today. James, please don't hurt yourself. Yeah, yeah that song I found, dedicated that to you on the 30th, the gig at the O2, tickets available right now. All right. Yeah. I'm getting good at this. Like, you you are, stuff. it's a natural really one. Yeah. Some, you know, some of them aren't even just natural segues, but you get in anyway, which is, which is a talent. It is. Are we, are we fist bumping? <laughs> <laughs> Again, people can't see that, can they? No, it's probably just as can well. Can you not get a camera? Like, uh, well, filming through Facebook you know, and stuff. Like, it's interesting because we did, didn't we? Yeah, we've got one. But We had a GoPro yeah. that we used to use and put ourselves on YouTube, but it took like two days to render it and put it online. Right, okay. Especially and the longer shows. Do you know, since we've stopped doing it, nobody said we're really missing that, so... <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I, think we've got, I think we've got away with it. Yeah. yeah. Can I? Can I? I'm gonna ask. I, you know, because we were talking about subjects, Snapchat. Yeah. What's the point of that? Oh, I think it's great. It's useless. What's the point of it? It's it's uh, it's that uh, fun Luke is thing. the person to ask. It's just funny, isn't it? It's not there. Did you get all my Snapchats from last night? Uh, I will have, but what I've done, which is, turned I, it, turned I, the, I uh, would recommend this to anybody. Right, all my instant messenger stuff. So like Facebook Messenger, WhatsApp. Um, Snapchat, I've turned off notifications. You see, I, right. I, I'm looking at that going, that <laughs> do I really need to see that and do I really need to know that? That's my, me and my mate, Dave. Yeah, That's a pint of Guinness. That's a pint of Guinness. Seen one of them before. This one's, this one's great. <laughs> this one's a belter. Look at this. Oh, no. That's, right, that's, yeah, that's the bar. It's that one, look. That's oh. me drinking a pint of Guinness. Is that you? Yeah. It's not my best picture. Has that got one of those like funny filters on it? No. Or is, that, is, that, is that just you? <laughs> That's just my face. Well, that, that was a great segment for radio. Thanks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> In fact, I just don't understand it. No, I really I, don't get it. I agree. I, I use it just for a laugh every now and then. But like, like I say, my life has changed for the better by turning notifications off. I was going to say, because I bet Neil loved when Snapchat came out, did you know? Oh, yes. Yeah, that I can would. imagine. That was you, you've seen the uh, bubbles picture earlier. Yeah. Imagine what he did with uh, Snapchat, where ah. it expires after ten seconds or whatever. He, but uh, apparently, even if you try to take a screenshot, it tells the person. It does, he, yeah. He's yeah, taken a screenshot. I just, he never sent anything that you would want to. Send I was going to say a screenshot of. Would you want to take a screenshot on the? Good job Eden weren't there when that 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 image 
was kind of passed across the desk. <laughs> yes. Bubbles. That's all we're saying. Yeah, yeah. horrible. It's horrible. You want to be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> so, have we got uh, have we got another song then uh, that yeah, we can do we can live? Yeah, we can do a, a version of 2202, if you want. Also known as uh, 2202. Yeah. Or... This is one that Carl was doing. Uh, that's it. It was a crazy... Uh, was a crazy um, wizard in it. Oh, Carl, Carl Maloney was in wizard. the crazy wizard in the video. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so we'll just sort the microphones out then. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't. I, I should have just said, "Are you in this one?" Because there's just silence if I don't speak, isn't there? Because you haven't got a microphone. Oh, do you want to do fires? No. I do. No, I don't want to do fives. Like 2202. Okay. Right, this one's called uh, 2202. It's been a while since I saw you. And will I have to wait any longer You said I'm cold I'm cold of heart That's what you say but I don't believe I don't mind if you wanna run You're running from a bullet from your own gun You're sleeping with the enemy You got time on your wrist And it's ticking down and the ink will run And it's blurred, it's blurred your thoughts I'll meet you by your own regrets I don't mind if you wanna run You're running from a bullet from your own gun You're sleeping with the enemy I keep on telling you You're doing all the things you do You're gonna hurt yourself soon Dreaming of a sunny day Only getting rainy days I still think you pass gold, but no reward You shoot the messenger again But it's a fight you were born to lose Transparency means I can see through who and I don't mind if you wanna run You're running from a bullet from your own gun You're sleeping with the enemy I keep on telling you You're doing all the things you do You're gonna hurt yourself soon Dreaming of a sunny day Only getting rainy days I still think of you at 
202. Thank you. Thank you. First time I've ever done that acoustic. Is it? No, that was a real punt then. So when I said uh, also known as 2202, it's not, is it? Because it's a time reference. It's 2202, yeah. It's, uh, it's still thank you at 2202. And do you know the weird thing is sometimes I look at my phone and it, 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 I look at it at 2202. Is that That's usually just, around 10 o'clock? It's just after 10. <laughs> <laughs> To be fair, the uh, I don't know if everybody knows that um, you've got a gig on thirtieth. Yeah, I've got a gig on the thirtieth. Uh, yeah, and if you might be able to sneak into the Melbourne gig after as well. Oh wow! Can I say that? You just well, have. you know, we, you know, we're friends and all that. Yeah. Um, but actually, um, uh, Tommy Cowan, the ex Sheffield United player, actually sang backing vocals on that track. So if you're a United fan and you know Tommy, you know it's something to smile about, isn't it? Absolutely, it's about yeah. the only good thing, anything, <laughs> anything that's come out of Bramall Lane this year, <laughs> is Tommy Cowan's backing vocal on that track. Which, which impartial as always on this show. Yeah, mm. real, really. So, t- t- tell us about the album then. Um, yeah, the album is uh, eleven songs, <laughs> all grouped together. Um, <laughs> they're kind of like a, a mix of songs that have been kicking around for like two or three years. Um, you know, when we, we you know the, the the label was just like you got to put them out because actually some of them are like really catchy and you know people need to hear them. That some of them are off uh, an EP that we did um, with Alan Smythe at Two Fly, um, but we went in and re-recorded them when we sort of got him involved in mm. sort of producing the album and stuff. Um, but yeah, um, I think the next one will be a, a lot different. I think, you know, because there's a lot more people sort of in the band now that have got their own opinions on how things need to sound and stuff. You know, even sort of Eden coming in, like I say, on This Town Could Be Ours, make it into a duet. And, mm. you know, I'm one of those that's kind of... Before, you kind of sat behind a desk and the songs come out of your head, so you already know how how you want it to sound. This time, we sort of said to Alan, look, we're not going to be involved in the mixing process. You do whatever you want to do. Yeah. Um, so some of the tracks were about seven or eight minutes long with a, you know, the lead guitarist we've got, and then when we got them, they were three and a half minutes. Yeah. That Alan had just gone right, get rid of all that. You don't need that. 
or you're saying that twice, cut that out, there's no point. So it's the first time we've sort of let somebody go, right, you tell us how you think it should sound. And, you know, you, you, listen, you listen to the first track and it's, it's not got the same vibe as the second track. Yeah. And then when you get to the third track, like unintentionally on purpose, you kind of don't know where it's going because every every song kind of sounds the same, but with the you know the thread sort of running through it that ties them all together. Um, so that was just the idea. Just we just didn't want something where once you've listened to first song, you know what the last song's going to sound like. Yeah. Um, you know, pretty things on there. It's got a calypso beat. You know, right. anybody wants to come and see, you know. Dad's dancing, you know that's a tractor. If you, if you go on my YouTube channel, you get to see me, and I'm proper shaking my backside on that. I can't help but dance <laughs> to it, and it's got a calypso beat to it. And you'd have never kind of thought that, you know, um, you would hear that from me. But you know. yeah, come yeah. to the gig on the Look at this, They're well trained, aren't they? <laughs> the media trained these guys. Like, when you buy out from that shop, well, to buy ice sort of frozen fruit store that you work at, you know, you're always plugging it, aren't you? Yeah. Mm. Yeah? I don't think she is, you know. No. No. Um, but I, yeah, I no. need to see this video of, of you shaking your ass. I'll, I'll, I'll send it to you. You know, it's seriously, you know, it, I, I thought I I'd seen of, your videos, but I've not, I, I must have missed this one. No, this one is, is well, it's live, isn't it? We couldn't yeah. ever do a video of this. They had me dressed up like... Um, some sort of flamenco dancer doing all this kind of thing but the arm goes up I do dance on it I don't want to play the guitar on this track uh, people right. I want to just sing it you know yeah, yeah. but they won't let me like, you just see me doing that and then Matt'll you hear the groan from behind me on the drums <laughs> I'll put it back on now. I'll do it like that but no it's, uh, it's a good track to be fair everyone, it's the one everyone everyone loves that track because it's kind of it's party time when that starts yeah. coming on yeah. so how can people get hold of the album is it on, uh, on all usual um, iTunes and all digital that. formats uh, stuff, yeah. Um, we've, sold, we've done quite well. We've sold quite a few of them. Uh, a lot in Japan and Germany, bizarrely right. enough. Really? Trying to work that one out. Japan's a market to get into, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, we've done really well. Um, so, so much so that they're happy with the sales. So it's like, right, we're going to send you out gigging now and yeah. we're going to put you in the studio for another two. So they gave us money to do another two awesome. so that's really cool and we got the expo- we got nominated for the exposed thing as well the other day um, yeah I was, go- I was going to mention that actually yeah. we didn't win it and you know I think you know Kong we'll do a good banner like him um, yeah. I thought Liberty Ship would win it personally I think I really like them I, I looked at the list and I, it was for me between Kong and Liberty Ship just yeah. looking at the list I no, no offence Paul no no <laughs> to be fair we sort of sat there and think do you know what for you know those guys have been gigging for a long time you know, we, 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 we did our first gig May last year. Yeah, yeah. So just to be kind of involved in it. Um, well, Kong's you know. only been going a year as well, yeah. it, I think. Oh, that, that ruins that yeah. argument then, doesn't yeah. it? <laughs> um, from, from, but, <laughs> from memory, I could be wrong yeah. on that. But no, yeah, you know, for, for, you know, where we've, where we've come from and where, where we are now and what we're getting offered yeah. now, like I said, with some of the stuff that I mentioned that can't mention on the radio, but, you know, for those kind of guys to sort of say, look, We've heard your tracks, and you know we want you to get involved. But and then us sort of go right. We'll not just play it. We'll we'll organise it for you. You know it's yeah. You know it's pack a big pat on the back. But I I I I will go on record as saying you know we out likes Reed and Matt Simon uh, Ross and that you know we I won't be doing what I'm doing now. You know they're they're a great 
band, great guys. Yeah. So, you know, uh, you know thank you to those guys, really. What exciting times coming up? You say you're doing some festivals and you're doing, what, Green Room for Tramlines as yeah, well? Yeah, yeah. I, I love that venue. Played it a few times with the sort of blind drivers and stuff. It's yeah. just mental, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's just absolutely mental. We've mentioned it a few times on the show. <laughs> it, um, always, it always reminds me when we had Danny Pietnik in. And uh, I said, oh, you know... Um, it's a funny place because if you need to get to the toilet, you've got to sort of step over the band. And Danny was due to play a gig there, and he went, "Well, to be honest, that's the least of its problems." And then he went into saying, <laughs> "You know," and I, I was like, "Well, you, you're playing there next week." He went, "Yeah." So he sort of slagged it off um, a week before. We, playing. we did the old question of where, what's the worst venue you played at. Oh yeah, and Andy mentioned the venue he was playing at the next week. Yeah, not ideal. Oh, yeah. Worst venue <laughs> I've played that's got to be what was the old Viper Rooms. Oh the yeah, Viper Rooms. Yeah. Shocking. Absolutely shocking. What was it? Uh, well, the Viper Rooms, have, have, they do for stuff for tram lines, oh, don't they? Oh, it was the, yeah. und- the, 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 the downstairs. Yeah, no, but you played up the top. And it, was just, yeah. it was just, I don't know, I think any venue, you know, it, it's it's the crowd that, you know, it sounds, you know, a bit corny and stuff, but yeah. if the crowd's up for it, anywhere's good. You know, I've I've played, you know, some some places that, you know, you sit there, you know, we played the cavern. And first time it was absolutely amazing because it rammed. The second mm. time it was it was it was crap. Yeah. You know, it all depends on who you're playing with. Do you know what I mean? But I think we we're just going to start playing out of town more and um, like I say some festivals just to try and get our reach a bit more and yeah. play less in Sheffield because you could play every night in Sheffield if you really if you really wanted to. Yeah. Well, we've said that before. You can go out every night and see music, live music, guy in Sheffield. Yeah, yeah. Loads of places. Which is a good thing. So your festivals, have you announced them yet? Or is that no, we kind of wait until the, after the 30th, like I say, tram lines in the green room um, and that kind of thing. Um, I think we're supporting um, an, a, a guy who's on tour from America somewhere in Sheffield in the mm-hmm. end of May. Um, and then all the tour stuff kind of kicks in, a few more gigs to sort of finalise and stuff. But yeah, it, it's exciting. And like I say, we, we're going out and there'll be a few new songs that are in the mix as well um, so yeah no, it's, it's, it is exciting doing stuff yeah. like this is is cool as well isn't it you know? yeah, yeah we enjoy it yeah unless yeah. it's with us and you'll get better <laughs> and you'll get better the more you do it you'll get better the more you do it I promise we're you doing guys. it we're doing it uh, well I've been doing it ages but we've been started in November didn't we yeah so yeah. we're just we're just finding his feet really do you know squeak spelt wrong as well yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you know I keep saying to James because he'll say oh just follow us on Twitter at the squeak and I go spelt wrong Cause it is, isn't it? Yeah, but I can't find you on Twitter. I was trying to tweet you. Yeah, I can't find you. Are you on Twitter? Yeah, it's T H E S Q W E E K. It's it's about the week, but and I, I get it. <laughs> I get it. Thing. I don't. I get it. I d- explain it to me. Who came up with it? James. Yeah. Um, I wanted to call I, it something really boring, though. You, in fairness, you, you were going to call it something like the the Weekly Digest, which I thought was for old grannies. So. It was a suggestion. So, in a drunken state, I came up with the squeak instead, yeah. which was supposed to be a, a sideways look at the week or something. I don't know. It a came from something like. Sideways look at the week. Not that be squeak. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the squeak come from? Who knows? Oh, anyway, know. we've got to go. Um, DJ skis up at three with platinum plates, but it's been a pleasure having you in, Paul. Um, all the best um, and Eden thank you very much yeah and Eden of course do we shake hands uh, on radio yeah is that what you do? <laughs> for the benefit of the radio yeah catch us on the podcast through the week we'll be back on Sunday have a good week goodbye bye bye even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods 
for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.